Shannon, three, two, one, boom. Woo! We're here. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm really, really good. <laughs> you stoked? Uh, you just watching programs before the I was podcast? Just watching some, yeah, some Ted Lasso, and uh, you know, that's a some, good one. some other good, good stuff that I read those mm -hmm. books, and now they're and now they're shows. You know what show I watched last night? We watched Love on the Spectrum on oh, Netflix. Oh, I've seen that on Netflix. Have you seen? Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean I've not seen it. I've seen. Oh, you seen? You haven't seen the show? Okay. Uh, uh How was it? Amazing. I mean, I'm a big. I do love the love shows. I'm not gonna lie. I'll I'll peep a Bachelor. You know, I did. You know, and we'll see what happens with you know the name of the Bachelorette coming up is Charity for this next season. So maybe we're, we're going to have to have some bachelorette, you know, <laughs> cutaways. Yeah. I love that you already know her name. I do. I think my it's mom is addicted to bachelor <laughs> and bachelorette. I mean, her name is charity. I mean, if I don't know that name, you know, so that's, that's going to stick. We'll see how she does. She did get her heart broken by Zach. Not that I know. Um, and now she'll be able to find love on her terms. Perfect. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, on that note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that note. You know, our... that's the perfect lead in perfect to what lead we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so excited. Man, Shannon, this was crazy. So out of the blue, this gentleman called me. I met him years ago. His name is Gabriel. He goes by Gifted and Blessed. He's a producer, composer, DJ based out of SoCal. Um, and he called, was looking for a referral when um, I was out in LA and we, you know, sent him to USC. Anyways, he calls out of the blue last week and he's asking um, about getting a, a follow-up appointment with another doctor because he's having some issues and, and we'll get into it. And specifically, we, we talked a lot about um, weaning off of his medication and how he's looking to maybe stop taking medication. And we talked a lot about the environment from which to speak, you know, to your doctor about that and kind of, you know, being your own advocate. Sure. So sure. that's stoked. Um, I'll read a couple things from his bio. So he spent the last 20 years releasing productions for other artists, as well as his own music through many record labels, including Stone's Throw Records and his label, Techno Indigenous Studies. He's released a wide variety of genres under various monikers, including GB, Frankie Ray's, and The Reflector, and The Abstract Eye, and he's also a founding member of the band uh, The Steeples, S-T-E-O-P-L-E-S. -E I mean, he's, he's in the green room right now. Did I get that right, man? <laughs> he can... You got it right. <laughs> okay, <then. laughs> All right. So he's also been on his journey of coping with a seizure disorder since late 2016 and it wasn't until 2021 that he finally got his seizures under control he hasn't spoken publicly about his seizure disorder often so the majority of his fan base is not familiar with his struggles and keeping his nervous system in balance through his struggles his musical output has only increased and helped him process what he has dealt with over the years how, that's awesome, right? I love it. So this guy, you know, he's found some control. He's making more music, and I'm stoked. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. What's yeah, up? Hello, everybody. What's up, GB? Right. How are you that's doing? quite an intro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining Thank us, man. 
Oh, I'm, I'm so happy to be here to talk to the both of you. Um, been enjoying uh, the few episodes that I've watched of your podcast already. So yeah, glad to glad to join. Yeah, right. And it, Thanks. This well, is we're the, excited. We're excited for today. This Great. is this is the first time we've I've ever seen you. We spent hours on the phone over. Yeah, over oh, really? Years. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, yeah. yeah, we had a he he called. Um, let's just start there, man. You want to tell everybody why you called? I mean, I, I told you know kind of in your intro how you had were looking for an adult epileptologist years ago. Can you give us just kind of like a high level update? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so um, basically, yeah, I contacted you as you said uh, those years ago to try and find somebody who could, you know, help me out appropriately uh, deal with my seizure disorder. I first before contacting you, I was uh, suspicious that I was dealing with seizures. I am never conscious of my seizures when I have them. I wasn't sure, but, you know, situations were happening where I would find myself, you know, laid out on the floor, you know, with blood around me and things like that, or like friends would find me passed out and, you know, or see me, you know, have these staring spells and so forth. And so, um, you know, when I finally did, well, during that time period, I was, I was trying to see other doctors and get a grip over what's going on with me. And the doctors were saying things to me like, uh, actually, I had this one doctor here in particular, the first one that I saw. She said, um, you know what, you're dealing with, uh, sounds like a somatization disorder. In other words, you're making up the symptoms. That's what she told me. And so she, that, was, that was the most help I got from her, which is pretty insane. You know, you know obviously dealing with epilepsy, it could potentially be fatal if it's not, you know, dealt with accordingly, right? Yeah. So, um, Oh my so, gosh, what the Yeah. Uh-huh. So that that was that was really kind of scary for me. Finally, um Wait, you know, hold on. I feel like we, hold, hold on. Wait. I feel like let's just break that down for a second. What how did you sure, react? Yeah. When, yeah, come on. With so anger. She, I was very angry. Yeah. I've yeah, never heard that ever in all of my years that somebody was told, "Sorry, you're you have no, you're making this up or whatever. It's, I've yeah. never heard that what were her? What were her words? You're making this up? You're full of shit? What did she say? <laughs> that's, that's essentially what she said. She said, it sounds like you're just, uh, the symptoms are just kind of like made up. You're just making them up. And uh, it doesn't really sound like you're dealing with anything physical. It's a somatization disorder. That's, those were her words. And so she just then told me just, bye. You know, mm. that was oh my it. Gosh. Who is that? That sounds like a lawsuit, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, no, not it's really not dangerous. normal. It's malpractice. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But, that's what, who is this person? Let's get it out there mm, right now. So. Mm -hmm. Well, All right. at any rate. <laughs> at keep any rate, keep uh, going. Was, okay. We, we, okay. We, yeah. Okay. So, so at that point is when, um, well, finally, someone did witness me have a seizure and called uh you know uh, 911 and i was taken to an emergency room where uh they they witnessed me have several seizures in the emergency room as well and so they finally said oh, okay yeah you're dealing with epilepsy they put me on a medication right away um Kepra was the medication that they put me on um so that's when it was official that i was dealing with seizures um you know or, or 
it was it was no doubt at that point in my mind that mm -hmm. that's what I was dealing with. This was back in you know at the end of 2016, and um, you know a lot of stress in my life at that time. So you know it, it just it just happened at a time where I was you know very high stress time in my life, right? So um, from there, I you know did try and find another doctor who is capable of, of you know a neurologist who is capable of treating me. And uh, none of the neurologists were very helpful at all. You know, I, I, from the beginning, was having terrible side effects from the Keppra that I was taking. Uh, in particular, it really uh, affected my, uh, my mood. I was having mood swings and, uh, you know, like lashing out at people and things like that. That was the feedback I was getting from people. I, I wasn't even really that aware of the fact that that's how I was coming off. But that was the feedback I was getting from a lot of people. And then, you know, I, I did notice a high level of, you know, anger and within me, you know, they call that Kepper rage, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I found a doctor who, you know, I, I told him, hey, I don't want to take Kepper anymore. Um, what's, what are my options as far as other medication I can try? Because the Kepper never worked. It didn't stop my seizures. I was having them with the same regularity. So... The other doctor put me on Tegretol, same thing, didn't slow down my seizures at all, kept having seizures with the same, you know, regularity. And uh, I just felt totally lost in that process. Like, who, who, can, who can be helpful to me, you know? So, um, you know, fortunately, I was connected to, to Nate. And, uh, you know, I basically, you know, reached out, like saying, hey, who can, who can help me, you know? And so he was he was kind enough to to put me in touch with a an epileptologist uh, who was a little bit more help, helpful for sure. But even so, my seizures were not uh, letting up at all. And it wasn't until um, 2021 that finally I uh, had the last seizure that I've had, at least that I'm aware of. But um, in the process, the reason for doing that, or rather I don't know if it's, I can't necessarily say that the medication is why I'm not having seizures anymore. Perhaps it is. And um, so I'm grateful for that, you know. However, uh, the medication obviously does come with side effects. And uh, the medication that they put me on um, was Onfi in addition to the Tegretol that I was already taking. So they, I'm, you know, I'm still on both medications at the moment. And uh, every time I brought it up to a doctor, even, you know, from day one, when I first found out that I had epilepsy, uh, or rather a seizure disorder, because I don't know if it's quite epilepsy or not. And I really don't know the difference because I'm the doctor. But um, what I can say is that uh, from the beginning, I've been looking to try more uh, natural approach to dealing with my seizures, because I know several people who have dealt with seizures who have, you know, um, minimized their seizure activity through natural uh, means, diet in particular, um, you know, and, and other things, magnesium, other supplements, you know. So I was looking for, uh, you know, an epileptologist or, or at least a neurologist who was willing to help me to, um, you know, wean off of my medications to try and, you know, 
do this the natural way, you know, try and deal with my seizures the natural way, because really the medications are just um, dealing with symptoms. They're not really yeah. dealing with the underlying disorder. So, um, and then they come again with their, their side effects that you need another medication to handle. And then those medications come with side effects that you need another medication to, to handle and so forth. You know, that's just how big pharma is. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I, I reached back out to Nate, as he said, um, last week, uh, because I'm in the process of trying to find um, an, a neurologist preferably an epileptologist, but at least a neurologist who's willing to help me go about this in the way that, you know, I would feel most comfortable um, doing. Um, Which, which, hold on. I think there's a big thing you said earlier. You just flagged to me. You said Mm -hmm. the medications, you don't know if they actually stopped your seizures. Hey, I heard that, Nathan. Right? You hear that? Yeah. So here Mm -hmm. we go. What do you Mm -hmm. think? Mm -hmm. Was that like how you were feeling mentally as a DJ? Was there a lot of stress involved? I mean, because now you're waiting you know, on this medication, right? So what do you, what else can you identify that maybe was a cause of this that's no longer happening? Well, I, I definitely dealt with a huge amount of stress at one time during uh, when the seizures first started. You know, I lost both parents within recent years, suddenly within years, uh, three years of each other. And, um, you know, was, was dealing with that, was dealing with, you know, relationship issues with, with past partners, uh, a partner I was with for a really long time. Uh, and then very shortly after another partner that, you know, I got with and, and they were very, very stressful, um, relationships. You could just leave it at that. I don't want to get too deep into that aspect of it, but we'll say I, that. Um, I mean, we can't. We can't if you want. You know, we did open the yeah. show with well, The Bachelor. Well, <laughs> you did say that. You're right. But no, you know, I'd say that. Um, really, the 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 highest stressors for me at that time were, again, not fully, um, not fully grieving the the loss of my parents not fully grieving the loss of that first long relationship that I mentioned before jumping straight into another relationship with, um, you know, uh, an individual who had, you know, her own difficulties and problems that I had to be there for as well. And it was just a lot at once. Um, So it really wasn't the music that was the stressor for me. The music's always been kind of like, you know, uh, my safe haven in many ways, Mm. you know, so. Uh, it, it really not my, you know, I, as I said, I've been doing music professionally for so long, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a natural flow for me as far as, you know, getting things done, you know, touring and all those kinds of things, you know, it's, it's not, that's not super duper stressful for me. But um, yeah, as I said, um, those, those, you know, my relationship with my parents, my relationship with female partners, et cetera those those were the the primary stressors and then then when i lost contact with the second partner that's when the seizure stopped but it also it coincides with when i started my second medication so you know um you know i, I, I don't know i'm just putting that yeah. out there who knows you know yeah uh, well i think you know what you mentioned something i thought it was really cool like you know across the board no matter really what it is 
um, you know, any kind of disease or disorder. When you throw stress in the mix, it's gonna yeah. really like just take whatever it is and climb it up that mountain because mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. and just we take on stressors of other people. You know, if our parents are stressed, oh, we yeah. get stressed. Our kids are stressed we get stressed. My daughter was got a ticket for going 90 and a 60 this past week. She's 16. And I was Mm. like, I couldn't sleep all night. You know, it's that kind of a thing. I luckily I didn't have a seizure, but we just take it on and we do it. And then when it's your own stress, it's even that much more. So I think, yeah, I mean, it makes sense and it's tough. And, and, you know, something else you said, and I love this because Nathan and I have been talking about this for weeks is, the medicine is treating the symptoms and the symptoms are, or, you know, but it's not really treating the underlying cause of right. what's going on in my brain. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the symptoms, the seizures are a result of all of that. And I think that that's really, um, you know, important to understand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and this is exactly the, the mindset that's got me to this place now where I'm, you know, really, seeking to, you know, wean myself off of the medications that I'm on, you know, not not I'm on, as I said, two medications at once. And I'm not looking to, you know, do it super duper fast, because I know I've actually, I should say this as well. I, uh, when I was dealing with Keppra, and all of the the horrible side effects that I had, I, I tried to wean myself off on my own without much research. And I uh, went into status epilepticus where I was having seizure after seizure Ooh. after seizure after seizure. Mm. You know what happened? They took me, some friends of mine happened to be with me. And fortunately, they were there for me. Um, they took me to an emergency room. And in the emergency room, they said, no, it just looks like he's on drugs. Yeah. That's mm. what they told yeah. me. That's what they said yeah. about me. They didn't even bother treating the fact that I, you know, mm. was dealing with epilepsy and that I had weaned myself off the medication too quickly. They just said, no, nah, he just looks like he's like drunk or on drugs or something. And then they, they made me leave. And then I kept having seizure after seizure after seizure after seizure. And, and, it, and they yeah. didn't do anything yeah. for you. They didn't stop the se- That's so wow. Wow. No. Wow. That's I'm so common to that. the whole, you know, oh, they're a, they're on drugs, they're a druggie or this or that. Because seizures are kind of a side effect of doing drugs. So that's an automatic thought. Yeah, you can have. But it's not an, oh, yeah. it's not, that, it's not okay, you know. So you might right. think that, but mm. you have to yeah. do something. That's awful. It's happened to Nathan. Before, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, what are yeah. some like if you're you're I got to ask like your friends, do you I know you said um, and we learned from your bio, you're not really that mm-hmm. public with it. But do you take a proactive position to tell your friends about your seizures and whatnot? Tell us about that. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all, all the people close to me, they're they're aware that I deal with with seizures and, you know, they all know at this point what to do to be helpful and what not to do. And I'd say the primary thing that I've kind of, you know, encouraged them not to do is don't call 911. Don't, you know, try and take me to the emergency room because they're not going to be helpful. But these are the things that you can do to help, you know, help the seizure be as mild as possible or rather you know, prevent me from hurting myself and, and that kind of thing. You can sit me down, you can, 
you know, or lay me down, make sure that, you know, I'm as calm as possible, stay there with me through the whole thing. Cause I'm not having grand mal seizures or those, anything like that. My seizures are the kind where I just kind of stare off into space. And uh, a lot of times people don't, are, they don't even know that I'm having a seizure, you know? So, um, but, but those who know me or who are close to me, they, they do know that I deal with those types of seizures. And so, you know, they know that anytime they see me, they witness me having a seizure of that sort, then, then they, they pretty much know what to do to, to kind of get me in a, you know, a comfortable resting position where, you know, I can just let it pass in as, you know, stress-free environment as possible. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's been, and, you know, I've, I've, as, as you mentioned, uh, Nathan, I, I haven't really talked a whole lot about, um the fact that i deal with seizures you know publicly definitely not to my um my fan base um i actually did put up one video once where i was kind of explaining what i've been going through over the last few years and i got a lot of beautiful positive feedback from people um i have since taken the video down um you know i just i for whatever reason i took the video down since but it was a while back and um you know uh I, I also did put out a record that was called epileptics and, and that was speaking to my condition and, and also, you know, kind of not only my condition, but the condition of many, many, many people that deal with seizures. So that kind of affirmed for my audience and, and, you know, the people that listen to my music that, okay, he deals with epilepsy. And that was, that was, you know, that was kind of the only, the only little tidbit that I've put out there about it. I don't talk a whole lot about it, but, yeah. um, you know, again, you it's, did... it's, it's really, oh, please. you guys. Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, you actually, you, you shared a picture. I'd like to show it real quick of, you said you, there was a show, you had a seizure on stage and mm. you sent, you sent mm -hmm. two pictures. Here's one. <coughs> was it the other picture you sent? Was this yeah, that was a more recent. That was a more recent picture, and and I wasn't having a seizure. Fortunately, um, I've only had one seizure experience during a live it, performance. Uh, that, it was not, yes, it was that. It was that night. Okay, oh, so that was that cool. Was, yeah. yeah, that Tell was in. A, um, mm -hmm, that was a pretty pretty interesting situation. I was in Las Vegas. So I was touring with another artist named Flying Lotus at the time, and um, I. Uh, they, I hadn't even spoken to them about my seizure conditions actually at mm -hmm. all. They didn't know that I was dealing with seizures, but, um, you know, when I showed up, uh, they weren't, this is, this is the interesting thing. When I showed up to the, uh, to the sound check, they, uh, the, the guys at the door, I'm just like, yeah, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm from here. I'm playing, you know, on the same bill as flying Lotus tonight. We don't believe you. You know, they, they, the guy got weird about it. And then I got really angry like super duper angry and stressed out and i had a seizure oh then, so that oh that was the first that was the first of several seizures i had that night so i had a seizure they sent me to the er i when i came to i was in the er and i said i must have had a seizure this is not the place for me to be got myself an uber back to the venue said hey folks um Yes, I deal with epilepsy. Yes, I've taken my medication. Um, you know, the medication does not help, just so you know. Um, it doesn't lessen the seizure activity for me. So, um, but yes, I, um, that was the seizure that you witnessed. You know, um, 
stress is really the big you know thing for me when it comes to to pushing me into having a seizure so you know i don't believe that i'll be having more seizures because well at that time this is the conversation to to the 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 staff that was in charge i said you know i don't believe that i'll be having more seizures because usually it'll i'll just have one at a time and then you know everything will will be okay for that day but then I was having several seizures. I had another one, and then they sent me back to the emergency room. And then I was like, why am I here again in the emergency room? And then so I, I did the same thing, Ubered back to the venue, said, hey, folks, do not call 911. If you Jeez. see me have a seizure, this is what you should do, okay? Just mm-hmm. sit me down, make sure I'm calm, make sure that you just allow it to pass, and just make sure that I'm safe. And that's all that can be done. And uh, so they they were at that point clear as to how to handle it. You know, once they'd finally let me in and let me, you know, set up and and all that, because they believed that I finally did believe that I was on the same bill that night. And um, (laughs) and so so then knowing that I was dealing with that, you know, they're like, hey, you, you totally don't have to play tonight. You really don't have to. I said, look, I'm pretty certain I'm not going to have another seizure. So, and I've, I've committed to this gig and I really would love to share my music tonight if you'll still allow me to. And so they said, okay, cool. So they let me, and they said, okay, well, if we witness you having a seizure on stage, then we'll just, you know, we'll slowly escort you off the stage and, and, you know, that'll be that. So at the end of my set, which was about an hour long is when I had a seizure. Oh and my gosh. They, fortunately, fortunately, it didn't it didn't interrupt the music. The music was, was going as, as normal, but fortunately someone spotted it and then she came and ushered me off stage. But it just looked like I just went into like, you know, just like zombie mode and then they walked me off the stage and that was the end of my set. And um you know, so the audience didn't really necessarily probably most of the audience didn't know that I had a seizure. Okay. But I did, I, I did read one comment, you know, someone said, Hey, what happened to, to, you know, just in the bus at the end of that, his set, like, it looked like he just kind of like went into like zombie mode. And then they like walked him off of the stage. Like he was like, you know, like a zombie or something. And so, um, that's how that one turned out. And as I said, I haven't had another seizure on stage, fortunately. Um, and so fingers wow. crossed, hopefully I won't have another. Wow, that's amazing. I I can't get past the fact you had two seizures, two trips to the hospital, two Ubers back, and you still made it to your set on time. Like for me, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, (laughs) what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and 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 then that other seizure that, or at least one other seizure that I had, you know, upon returning, it was just like it was. Yeah, it was a lot. You know, it was a lot. But uh, yeah. But you know, hey, it, it worked out. Um, well, it sounds like stress is a huge trigger for you. A hundred percent. Like, uh, most certainly, most certainly. Quick question: Is my lighting okay, or shall I turn on a, an overhead light? You look beautiful. You're great. You're perfect. Is great. the delivery there yet? Is the package there? Is the plug here yet? Uh, <laughs> not, not, not as far as I know. Not as far as I know. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't gotten any knocks on the door, or if I have, I haven't heard them because I have one noise canceling no. headphones. <laughs> but it'll be fine. They'll, you know, we'll figure it out. Well, I think um, we should celebrate a little. I mean, you haven't had a seizure in a while, 
right? I mean, how yeah, many, how many years has it been years. again? Two years? Two. Yeah, that's something to yeah. celebrate. So tell us about, like, are you going to be, are you back on the road? Or are you going back on tour? Let's talk a little bit about that. Did you, you got some. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I've since done, you know, a number of shows and, you know, I, I continue to play live. I will uh, be likely touring, um, you know, towards the later part of this year to, to uh, promote an album that I will be having come out um, with, like you mentioned, Stone Store Records. That's a label that I work very closely with. So I'll, I, I will have an album coming out with them, you know, later in the year. So I'll be touring to promote that. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I anticipate being on the road for that. I'm excited about that. Nice. And uh, you know, fingers crossed. Let's hope I don't have any have any seizures. Yeah, just don't get stressed, man. I tell you what, that sounds yeah, like that's right. That's yeah, right. It is. That's a whole. Do you have a way to kind of control stressors in your life? Yeah. Now if another security guard, yes, yeah, trigger. You know, what do you do for yourself? How do you handle that? Well, okay. Let's say I'm in a situation. If you know, Nathan, you said if, if another security guard gives me, you know, some some issues yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, let's role play. I'll be the security you guard. Ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so in that in that situation, what I what I do, I, I take a few moments to kind of step back from the from you know just emotionally not be invested in the situation, but step back and focus on my breathing. Focusing on my breathing was very helpful to me and i guess there's that uh, butenko uh breathing technique that's very helpful to a lot of people that deal with with seizures so that's uh that's something i practice i meditate often uh regularly and i also practice yoga um you know there there are other things that i do as well to to de-stress those are the primary ones i'd say breathing and kind of getting back into my body and and zooming out not not get not zooming into the stress of the situation but rather you know reeling it in and say hey okay is this worth the the you know possible consequences of you getting stressed no never is so there's always another way to deal with a situation other than to be overwhelmed and stressed by it you know always always i love that Zooming out so you don't zone out. Zone out. I mean, that's kind of yeah, right. really what it is. So right. wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. a, that's. <clears throat> I like that. Yeah, I haven't heard that yeah. one yet. It's, I I am a big advocate for the breathing technique, though. That's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You know, another another thing that I've noticed as well is, um, you know, certain foods tend to trigger uh or yeah i'd say if i if i'm eating a certain way then a lot of times um i'm having more seizures or or this is speaking you know from when i was having seizures anyway but if i was eating a certain way then you know seizures would be a little bit more frequent for me and usually for me it's like high sugar or you know um junk food processed food that kind of stuff just you know, I don't, I don't do very well with, um, and so I'm at a point right now where at the very least I've, I've cut out any processed food from my diet and I've really minimized the amount of sugar and carbs that I, that I take in. I'm not quite in the, the ketogenic, uh, you know, I'm not quite in ketosis yet. 
that is the name of mine though, is that I'm looking to, uh, you know, just really stick to the ketogenic diet. Now, the reason why I'm not there yet is because I have a few things left in the refrigerator that I need to kind of just finish off. And then, you know, <laughs> once I'm done with those, then, then, you know, I'll go full on keto, but um, I don't want to waste food. So that's that. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely try to eat as as naturally as possible, and that's that's been my lifestyle for quite a while. Actually, before the seizures, I was I've always been very much into, you know, a more um, naturopathic lifestyle, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's why these medications. That's another big part of why these medications, um, you know, just even on a, a mental and emotional level, really don't feel so great. For me to be putting into my body because every time i do it i'm, I'm like hey man you're putting these chemicals in your body that are totally unnatural and um again if they're helping beautiful but um I, i'm i'm pretty sure that there are other things that can help because i've seen it with other people mm-hmm. you know? yeah like what do you well like what, what you're saying diet yeah. too diets diet's huge for you know, and so many people are on those diets for, for a reason. Mm-hmm, They're just hard mm-hmm. to stick to is what I hear. So. Now, yeah. when you talk yeah. natural, I'm sorry, go ahead. Just going to say, you know, when, one thing that I wanted to say is during that really high stress the time in my life before I started having the seizures, right before I started having the seizures, I noticed that I was eating a ton of high sugar junk food. I started eating, and this was like kind of my way of coping with this, what was going on in my life at that time. Rather than kind of like facing it head on, I was just like just eating like a pint of ice cream a day, you know, oh, that wow. kind of stuff. Yeah, and so you know, I'm I'm very much aware of the gut brain connection, and there's this totally a connection that um, that I, I think gets ignored a lot. And, um, you know, so for me, it's been, you know, okay, let's restore the gut. Let's, let's see what happens, you know, there on top of doing my other practices to minimize my stress and so forth. Tell us a little bit more about that gut brain connection. I mean, I've heard mm-hmm. inklings here and there that, you know, I can't speak too much to it though, but can you expound mm-hmm. upon that a little more? Well, I'm no doctor, but what I will right. say is that, you know, um, I do know that I'm, I'm pretty certain that the vagus nerve, you mm-hmm. know, um, it, it runs from the gut to the brain. And it's, um, it may even, I'm not exactly sure of the path that it takes in the body, but I'm, I'm certain. <laughs> it's that, in there somewhere. I'm the, <laughs> somewhere, yeah. in there somewhere. And, and, and so that's why, you know, a lot of, a lot of what they do for, for, um, you know, other alternative methods of treating seizures. Uh, I've, I've seen, you know, vagus nerve stimulation, for example. Yeah, is one thing Saber that, has that. that is a, a common a common thing, right? And so, and that's why, part of why the vagus nerve needs re-stimulation is because it's either out of balance or perhaps, sure. you know, another thing that's come to my attention recently has been um, uh, like being out of alignment um, like a chiropractor can can tell you, hey, your your vagus nerve is kind of being pinched off over here, and um, that could also be a cause of seizures for some people as well. So you know, it's 
but it's not just that it's also that the gut lining if the gut lining is not um you know healthy then you know your body can absorb a ton of nasty stuff that you don't want it to to take in you know mm. and um and that could perhaps you know play a role in it too again i'm no doctor so i really i really can't speak too much about it it's just that um i've just heard lots of reference to the yeah. gut brain connection you know? yeah I've heard that there's so many books about it too. I mean, you, you hear about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. proper gut health and I've heard about it yeah. for sure. Never yeah. done anything about it on my end, but it's like a, Shannon's like a pint yeah. of ice cream a day. That's nothing. Get out of here. Uh, I don't do, I, I'm, I'm more with you. I do. Uh, I try to do keto. Like I'm not actually in mm. ketosis, but I try to, okay. uh, you know, really limit all the, you know, flour and sugar and all of that mm. any of that white stuff really kind of yeah I just get rid of i don't do it so i try yeah. i try not to do it yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. until what the, i take a medicine nathan takes it too um mm-hmm. depakote and yeah. depakote makes you crave carbs it's a you you gain weight on depakote yeah. and one time i asked my doctor who's down in newport beach i said what's the deal with that like is there just something mm. in the medicine? He goes, no, it actually makes you crave carbs. I said, oh, well, like that. Like, great. You know, <laughs> one more thing I need. I'm like a middle-aged woman, and now I need to have a pill that makes me crave carbs. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, really? <laughs> what the heck? Uh, so, my saving grace is that my husband's 300 pounds. So I he's, he's a football player. He's 6'7", 300 pounds. So no matter how much weight i gain he's always gonna be 150 pounds or you know <laughs> twice my size which there you know go. i have to say a I wifey hack like. right there i'm not gonna hack. lie I like <laughs> there you go there you go anyway dude it was so great having you on you said you watched a couple other episodes what was your what what's something you took yeah. away when or what episode that kind of did you like that maybe you resonated with i'd be interested to know yeah, well, I'm going to totally mess up the the name. I don't remember her name, but she was a golfer. I believe her last name was McConnell. Oh. Yeah, Kenzie yeah, O'Connell, um, I think. Yep. That's right. Yes. I really liked uh, the episode with her. That was the the first one that I watched in full. And I've caught a little bit of uh, some of the other episodes as well, but I haven't watched them uh, in, in their entirety. But um, I, I definitely liked that one. There was the one with the football player whose um, who's sister was um, oh, with that yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I enjoyed that one as well. Um, yeah, so I, I got to definitely do some more digging in, in your past podcast and, and, and check more of those episodes out. But yeah, that, you know, watching that was, was, you know, it was reassuring in a way because it kind of made me feel like, okay, you know what, I'm not the only one dealing with this. Well, also, you know, you two, the fact that you, you know, deal with what you deal with, that's reassuring to me that you're even doing this podcast like you know that that definitely makes me feel better about what i've been going through to know that i'm not alone in in Mm. this situation right so um that was my big takeaway was like you know what other people are dealing with this and it it can be more severe in, in other people in the cases of other people um and and i'm just grateful that it's not that way for me but a seizure is a seizure. And, you know, um, 
it just it, it's a sign of um, the nervous system being out of balance in one way or another and um, as I said it's just uh, it's just reassuring and comforting to know that other folks are, are dealing with it as well yeah yeah I, I think and That's I think sweet. too you know that was great and I think just for us every time we interview somebody we learn something new you know or oh, it's totally like you were talking about Kenzie uh, you know and her her seizures where she would look at, you know, like a, the table would go the wrong way and that'd throw her yeah. into, you know, a seizure. And then she, you know, her and her husband just would sit at the bar because they didn't want to have a table that was moving. I thought that was, I'd never right. heard that ever anywhere right. before, ever. And I just thought right, that was kind right. of fascinating. Right. And so, uh, and then, yeah. you know, Brett, Brett's got a sister. It's he's not the one with epilepsy. So you know, it's everybody's is yeah. story's a little different. And I so we appreciate you sharing yours also. And uh I my yeah, favorite well, question you. to ask is what what would you, you know, what do you tell everybody else that has epilepsy? Like what's your, you know, anybody that's watching this, kind of like what you said. I was watching this and it was reassuring to me. What would you say to the people that are watching this episode and listening and hearing you? What's your? I would say I would of- say primarily, primarily I'd say, you know, number one, find a competent doctor who is going to support you in the process that or the route that you want to take. You know, um, who obviously there's going to be some, you know, listening to your doctor because the doctor knows better than, than you do uh, about what you're dealing with, you know, uh, in, in many ways. However, in addition to, um, you know, having that support from a, a competent doctor, make sure the doctor is uh, willing to uh, work with you and allow you to advocate for yourself. Many doctors that I've seen, you know, I'll ask them, so, hey, so, you know, it's been, you know, like the one I'm seeing now, for example, hey, it's been, you know, um, two years since I've had a seizure. So can we talk about maybe a long-term plan for when I can begin to, to wean off? And, you know, neurolog- the first neurologist actually tells me, well, um, when I say first, I just recently got changed over to a new neurologist who's like way worse than the one that I've been working with for the past couple of years. <laughs> but, but, he, but he's an epileptologist, so he's the, you know, the, he, he knows best, right? So the neurologist that I was working with, I asked her, you know, so when can we start talking about, you know, a long-term plan for me to wean off these medications, you know? And her response was uh, something along the lines of, well, most people who have seizures like you just stay on the medications forever. And I said, okay, but also I've done enough research to know that, you know, with if you're seizure-free for a couple of years, then, you know, you can definitely uh, go through a process of weaning or tapering, uh, and w- to wean off your, the medication over uh, a period of time, you know, and, um, she's just like, okay, well, you know, maybe one of your medications at a time, but we'd have to make sure it happens at a time where you're not, you know, you don't have a lot going on and this and that. And, and that's understandable, but, um, she said, but you know what, instead of that, how about I just, um, you know, I, I have a really good friend who's an epileptologist and, 
you know, he and I work together so closely. How about the three of us come up with a plan? I said, okay, great. She said, okay, cool. So, so let's schedule an appointment with him. So I did, I did that, saw him a couple weeks ago. She was not there. She had just passed me over to him and cut me off. So now he's my new neurologist and he, in the conversation, you know, I kept trying to bring up points bring, and ask questions. And he said, yeah, 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 wait, wait, wait. And he would just cut me off, cut me off, cut me off. You know, but for example, good example, you know, um, I'm like, so he's like, you know, do you smoke? You know, do you drink? No, I don't drink. Do you smoke? No, I don't smoke cigarettes. Um, you know, as far as uh, marijuana goes, you know, definitely um, CBD is something that I have found to be helpful uh, to me at times. And so, you know, and he's like, and I, so, you know, that's, that's, you know, I do, I do ingest, uh, you know, marijuana uh, from time to time, you know, and then he's like, why, 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 why CBD? That's how he like snapped at me. I said, because it seemed to help, you know? <laughs> and yeah. so, um, and, and then he would just, you know, every, everything I said, you know, he's like, and I'm like, so, you know, I, I brought up the same thing. So I'm, I'm really interested in, in a, taking a natural approach here and and perhaps getting off of my medication over a long you know an extended period of time so you know what can you know what can we do here and he says you know what just keep taking your medications and live your life that's what he said and so and that's not a very supportive you know uh, approach to being you a, do uh, you boo you do you yeah you just keep taking take your medication i was like well i'm concerned about the effects that it might have on my liver i'm concerned about the effects it might have on my bones i'm, sure. I'm concerned about you know all kinds of things uh, you know none of these were side effects that were brought up to me when i was put on these medications but in my research, like on WebMD, for example, the basic website, they'll tell you all the side effects of these medications. And so I brought all of them up to him. And he said, you know what, just, it, it, it won't be so bad. Like the, the damage, it doesn't want be so bad. Just live your life. Just take the meds and live your life. And so um, I just kind of, I played his game. I played along for, you know, the, the duration of our, our, you know, our talk. But um, I, you know. Of course, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. So I would say, you know, to answer your question, as far as, you know, what someone can do who's dealing with seizures, I would say find a supportive doctor who's willing to listen to you and listen to what your wants are, what your needs are, and on top of that, minimize the stressors in your life. Minimize anything that you can identify as a trigger and try to have as few of those in your life as possible. Again, for me, stress is the primary trigger, but not only stress, high intensity emotions, negative emotions in particular. Like if I'm, if I'm super duper happy, I'm not gonna have a seizure. But if I'm like really angry, I, I've had experiences like that. Like when the guy wouldn't let me into, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm opening up tonight. Um, no, you're not. You're. We don't have any, uh, you know, word that you're opening up. And I just went off on him, and I was really angry. And that's when I had a seizure. So it was the stress. But you know, again, the anger and stress go hand in hand. So identifying again, just your your primary triggers. What what seem to be the things that are, you know, that you can identify most often in the picture when you're having seizures. Try to reduce those as much as possible. Absolutely. And that's, that's what I. Clip it. Clip it. Yeah, I love it. that's great. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. I love oh, man. it. Well, thank you so much, man. This was such a treat. And I'm so glad we got to connect all these years later.
I mean, oh, my pleasure. I'm yeah, I'm super duper happy to, to keep speak us with up to date. Yeah, no, this uh, is well, awesome. I certainly will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And 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 you know, for anybody watching, you know, definitely, you know, feel free to to look into the music that I'm making as well. You know, I you know, as you mentioned, gifted and blessed is the name that I use most often, but. Ah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What Mike just happened? Drop. Mike drop. Okay. Hey, we All got right. in the words gifted and blessed. Gifted and blessed. Stay, you know, what is gifted what is he on blessed. Instagram? Gifted and blessed. Mike drop. Oh, there gifted he is. There he is. Gifted, gifted oh, yeah, I yeah, don't know what happened there guys, but um thank you uh for for picking up where I left off. Um but yes, yeah, gifted and blessed. Yeah, on Instagram, gifted. Uh, it's it's actually gifted and blessed on Instagram. Twitter, gifted blessed because there's not enough characters. To spell it in. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gifted and blessed. Just look up gifted and blessed. You know, and that's those. Though that really sums up honestly how I feel as well. I, I feel very blessed to um, be in this position that I'm in. Having gone through the difficulties of having seizures, it's not a fun thing. We all know that. But it has certainly made me stronger, and it's certainly made me a lot more aware and a lot more um, conscious of uh, the amount of stress that I allow into my life. So there's, there's, you know, there's a bright side to it. So I, I totally feel blessed in that regard. Beautiful. So, and, and there's a gift to it in that regard as well. Well, I love that. Well, we'll definitely we'll share. Send us a track. We're gonna post it with your episode too on our website. Hazy, not crazy. All right. Okay. Excellent. We'll do. Yeah. I love all right, it. Gabriel. I can't wait. Well, you have right. a beautiful all right. night. All right. And thanks for joining us, man. You do the same. Oh, really? my Thank pleasure. Thank you, you for so the much. Thanks. This was Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Take care, folks. Uh, all right, Bye. brother. Talk soon. See ya. Okay. See ya. Oh man, that was cool. That was fun. Yeah, I really liked. I really loved his takeaway there about being your own advocate when you're in that room with the doctor. That's so important. I feel like, you know, every time we ask that question, it's about the same answer, right? <laughs> Be your own advocate. Get a great doctor. Be your own advocate. Get a great doctor. But yet, they all have, yeah, they all have like just unique. The, but the stories in which they get to that advice is just so different. It's, oh, it's right. I mean, yeah. there, it's not. Well, and the thing is about that advice, it's like it sounds so easy, but it's not, no, you know, no. especially when you're diagnosed as an adult, you know, yep. it's like I, and I wasn't. So I learned, you know, I grew up and I was taught by my family how to be my own advocate mm -hmm. and how to find good doctors. But when you're not taught that, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Um, you know. Well, Shannon, what another awesome episode. Yeah. Put this. Perfect. It was great. And now I'm gonna go uh, back to the couch and watch a couple more episodes <laughs> that I was watching. You know, before I was. I know. <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right, we'll clip that. Um, <laughs> but deep, but deep. But that's all, folks. All right. Um, awesome. Uh